got an email from a close Talmud of mine last week saying that in the shul that he davens in, the, there are sometimes svardim that daven in the shul, and they say their own kaddish every time. So what are frogs doing in the shul? I don't know why he wrote svardim, not svardim. But anyway, there are apparently sometimes svardim that daven in the shul, and even though it's a nusach Hashanah shul, and an Ashkenazic shul, they say kaddish with the svardic additions to the kaddish. He said, please do a tenmin alacha shira on this topic. Is it appropriate what they're doing? Can we tell them to stop doing that? Because it's really annoying when other people are trying to say kaddish along with them and then everyone gets lost when they go into the whole you know the whole thing at the end and half the people are screaming revach and no one knows what's going on so it's uh, so that that's that is, so I thought we would take uh, today's 10 minutes to discuss Svardim saying Kaddish and Ashkenazic Shul so there are really two issues that, that that need to be discussed in order to answer this question one issue is how important is it to maintain their nusuf, meaning how important are those changes to the Kaddish, those additions to the Kaddish that they say that we don't say. Why is it so critical? And are the two different changes, the Yasser Makari Vikar and the later change of all the cheerful things they added at the end, are those two different changes of different levels of importance or are they equal level of importance? So that's one issue. And the second issue are what exactly is what exactly are the parameters of Los Iskoda do? There's an Isra Losasa Agudos Agudos, Chazal Darshan from the Pasuk of Los Iskoda. It's not at all the Pasuk Shad of the Pasuk, but Chazal Darshan that you're not allowed to divide up into different groups. So what exactly are the parameters of that? That we're not allowed to divide in different groups do different things in a in a in, a, in an explicit way. So I saw two Svardic poskim that discuss this issue. One is uh, the Sheirit Yosef, which is uh, part of Yalkut Yosef. Ravad Yosef's son, Rav Yitzchak Yosef, uh, discusses this in Sheirit Yosef Simonun Hey Osir Ches. Eitan Jacob pointed it out to me that uh, that he writes that first of all, just one thing to note about how Sheirit Yosef discusses this is that he never discusses the issue of Los Kodidu. All he focuses on is how important the Sephardic changes, the Sephardic additions to the Kaddish actually are, the relative importance of the changes. Why doesn't he mention the Losus Kodidu issue? So probably because Rav Vadya in Yabiya Omer Chelegvav Simen Yud and in Yechavadat Chelegdalid Simen Lamed Vav, when asked about a Sephardi boy learning in Ashkenazi Yeshiva during the period of the three weeks, whether he should shave or not, because Sephardim certainly are permitted to shave during three weeks. It's only when uh, Rosh Chodesh Av begins that Sephardim stop shaving, so should he or should he not shave? So in that context, Rav Vadya writes very strongly that there's no such thing as minhag, when it, there's no such thing as Los do when it comes to minhag. Los is when it comes to Psak Din. That's the original source in the Gemara Nyevamas when it talks about two Bate Dinim. One basin paskins this way, another basin paskins this way, Biyarachas. So that's the, the idea of Los do when it's the Machlokas and Psak Halacha. But when it comes to minhagim, so everyone has different minhagim, so it's okay to practice all sorts of different minhagim, so it's not an so what does it boil down to, says Rav Yitzchak Yosef? It boils down to how important these changes are and whether it's worth annoying the Ashkenazi people that are davening there that, uh, that maybe aren't used to these additions to the Kaddish. So he says you have to be mechalic between the two additions. The addition of Yatzmach for Kane is very important Kabbalistically based on the Shara Kavanos of the Arizal and the Drush HaKaddish, so it should not be compromised, says. The Yatzmach for Kane is too important, we can't skip it. But the later addition, Kaddish Yasom, is not so important and not really part of the Ikra HaKadosh anyway, according to the Rambam and the Nusach HaKadosh and the Seder Tefilus Hashanah, and therefore that we can compromise, he says. That's not such an important one. So what does he draw? A halachic conclusion? Says of Yitzchak Yosef. If you're the only Sephardi saying Kaddish in the Ashkenazi Shul, you're the only person saying Kaddish in the Ashkenazi Shul and you happen to be Sephardi, so... 
keep the full Svarti Kaddish. Why should you compromise anything? You're the only one saying it. It shouldn't annoy them. Uh, what? It's going to cost them an extra two seconds. They'll have the joy of screaming something. Reva, Chamidul Kaddish. Most, most guys like that. They enjoy that anyway. And if saying, but, but he says, let's say there are other people saying Kaddish, and there are Ashkenazim that are saying Kaddish, so you have to sort of say it together with them. So then he says, the Yasser of is non negotiable. You've got to keep that. It's too important. You can't, uh, you can't skip it. But the later part, he writes, Rashai lekatzer benusach yeishlama. You're permitted to skip the later part. No, this is lashon. Doesn't say you have to or you should. You're permitted to skip the later part to keep with the Ashkenazim so that you're you're more or less on on the same page. And he writes and v'chein kosav Rabbi Tzion Abba Shaul in Orlet Tzion Chel Beis Parakesim in Yeralif. So I looked up the Orlet Tzion and uh, Rabbi Tzion Abba Shaul does not quite say exactly the same thing. A lot of times this is the style that uh, and there is a, a, a good deal of to this style, a lot of times what Ravad Yosef does, if you look in his tshuvas and his sons, you know, following that derech, is that he'll give a psak uh, with, with, which makes certain distinctions or certain takes into consideration certain ideas, and will write v'chein kasev and write a hundred different svarim. Now, all hundred svarim don't say exactly, precisely the same psak. But they all say roughly in the ballpark of that, that psak. And there is a certain chachma in, in analyzing things in that way. That, that there are a few outlier shitos, and those are not the mainstream. And then within this uh, ballpark, there's a bunch of people that say uh, something like this, and therefore the MS lies, you know, or the true psak lie somewhere right, right in the middle. That's very not Rav Moshe style, let's say. Rav Moshe, you know, it's, it's with precision. It's, you know, every nuance makes a difference. It's a very different style of, uh, of paskani halacha. Or whatever it is, now's not a time to do a study of uh, the different styles of Pesach Halacha, but uh, in, in, uh, in Orlet Zion, he actually doesn't say exactly the same thing. First of all, he deals with both issues. He deals with Los Skodudu, and he deals with the importance of the Kaddish. Now, on the Los Skodudu issue, he says, it's really Machlokas Rishonim whether this would constitute Los Skodudu. Because the Rambam writes in the 12th parak of Hilchavot Zuchav Malach Yud Dalid, Ubechlalas Harazush lo yushnei batei dinim bi'erachas zenoi kiminagzev that uh, included in the possible of is not to have two bate dinim doing different things because we shouldn't become agudos agudos. Says Rabbin sounds like it's not a din on an individual, it's a din on Beisdin. That Beisdin is not allowed to do different things. But individuals, do whatever you want. It's fine for individuals to do different things. He acknowledges that the Kesef Mishnah doesn't read the Rambam quite the same way, but he says that the Kesef Mishnah's reading of the Rambam is dachuk, my reading of the Rambam is better, so, uh, so this, this is what the Rambam means, that it wouldn't be Los Skodu. The Rosh in Mesechus Yavamus implies strongly that Los Skodu applies by Minog as well. It, apply, it applies, I'm sorry, by individuals as well. And that's the opinion quoted in the Magen Avram in some Tav Tzadi Gimel, the Halachos of Dvar Manogim B'yimei, Svira, so in Archaim Tavtsad Gimel, also that it would apply in individuals. So he says, from an Ashkenazi perspective, it is a violation of Losis Code to do. From a Svari perspective, passing like the Rambam, it's not a violation of Losis Code so it comes out a little funny. So if yes, the Svari, what should he do? He says, it's, not, it's a no brainer, it's not Losis Code to do. Of course they should say a Svari Kaddish. Yes, Ashkenazi, what should the Svari be doing? He's violating Mrs. Daraisa, Losis Code to do, by saying the Svari Kaddish in the Ashkenazi, in the Ashkenazi Shul. So then he says, so the halach, and he also uh, distinguishes between Vyasam Bakar Vikar and the later part of Kaddish in terms of their relative importance. But he says, so the halacha, he says, he should do the following. 
Svarim follow Shita Sarambam. So Zokas Rav Losus Godu. So even though normally, even when there's a Machlokas Rishonim, you try to be Choshesh for the Shita Sarash also, but over here, by being Choshesh for the Shita Sarash, you're going to be losing out on what's Kabbalistically a very important thing, the Yatsum Bukhari Bukhari Mashiach. So it's not worth being Choshesh for the Shita Sarash because you're going to lose out on the Yatsum Bukhari Bukhari Mashiach. So you should just say the Svarti Kaddish. But if the Shul insists, that you not say v'yasam purkane, then mipnei darke shalom, you're allowed to compromise. So that right there is very different than what Yitzchak Yosef said. Yitzchak Yosef said, no, no, never compromise on that. It's too important. He said, no, if the shul insists, from Mitzim Abishal says, so no, shalom, you keep shalom. The later edition, he says, should never be made in an Ashkenazi shul because it's not so important anyway. Again, Rabbi Yitzchak Yosef said, you're permitted to leave out the later edition. Says Rabbi Tzion you should leave out the later edition if you're davening in an Ashkenazi shul. We're not makbid about saying this at all. Say what the minig is in that shul. Now that's from a Sephardi perspective, from an Ashkenazi perspective. What would Ashkenazi poskim say? So if Moshe is the Tshuvan, or Chaim Gimel, where he discusses people who daven Da, he has several chuvas about this. People daven different nuschaos, davening in like a nuschachashnas person davening in nuschach svarit shul, vice versa. Your kids are going to school that davens one nuschach, you daven the second nuschach, and your mesor is the third nuschach. You know, it gets lebedik in uh, the New York area. So, uh, so Rav Moshe has several chuvas about this topic. Um, I think we gave a shir on this once, a temelach shir on this once also. And Rav Moshe writes that anything that's done publicly, you have to conform with what the shul is doing. Anything you say out loud needs to be in conformity to what, to what the shul is doing. Otherwise, it would be lost skodu. It would be clear that Rav Moshe would say that a Svarti davening in Ashkenazi shul, or for that matter, an Ashkenazi davening in a Svarti shul, that you conform with whatever the shul is doing. I saw an Alicha Shlomo, um, Avi Langer, a guy in my shul, came over to me and pointed out that an Alicha Shlomo, they, uh, that Rav Shlomo Zalman has a bit of a different approach. He says that, that you could train your kids that way, but because if, that, if that's what they're more comfortable with, to do whatever their shul is doing, but uh, there's a altitosh tarsi mechli, you still have to be very careful to keep your own minhagim and not to veer from, uh, from your family minhagim. Okay, it's a little more of a complicated sugya. Now, the Magen of Raman, Rukhi and some Tafsad Gimel regarding the minhagim avelis of Svira seem to assume that the Ramah applies losis kodudu to minhagim as well. So as for Avadia's claim that it shouldn't be losis kodudu because it's only a minhag, it's not so clear that Ashkenazim would view it that way. In fact, the Orach HaShulchan, however, in Hilchus Lulav, Simitav Reishonal, Sivchav Beis, uh, Rabbi Warren Cinnamon pointed out to me, the, the Orach HaShulchan has a raya that Los Kodu does not apply to Minhagim, a Gevaldik raya from a Mishnah Masech HaSukkah. The Mishnah in the third paragraph of Sukkah says that Amr Rabbi Akiva Tzofa Yisibram Gamliel Rabbi Yeshua, that everyone else was shaking their lulavim, and at that point they weren't shaking their uh, lulavim, uh, except for Ela Ba'ana, except for Ba'ana Shabashiana, whatever. So uh, they were doing different minag than the rest of the shul. Says Yerach Shulchan, how could they do different minag than the rest of the shul? So minag, minag doesn't, you don't have a din of losis kodu when it's only by minag. So that, that uh, claim of Rav Vadya is somewhat uh, contentious. I would guess that if you were to ask most Ashkenazi poskim, they would say the Sephardi person in the shul should not say the Sephardi Kaddish, should say the Ashkenazi Kaddish. Sephardi poskim are obviously much more sensitive to keeping the Sephardi Kaddish. Now you're stuck. I don't know. What do you do when you have a shaila that Ashkenazi poskim will tell you one way? So all the people in the shul uh, hold that the guy is doing wrong, but his own poskim would tell him that he's doing right. So who wins in that situation? I'm not sure. Someone suggested maybe he should keep on saying the Sephardi Kaddish and we should grunt and be sad about it. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and, then, and then everyone will be happy and we'll be doing the right thing. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how to... No conclusion to this time in Allah.